there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Kollel. Major General John Sedgwick was a loyal and dedicated soldier to the United States Army. In 1860, he became the commander of a remote fort all the way out in Colorado. There was no railroad that was able to supply that fort, yet because of his dedication to his country and his dedication to his troops and his soldiers that were under his command, he made sure that all of his troops had all the provisions that they needed. They had comfortable bedding and lodging because he was so dedicated and so compassionate and loving for his country and his soldiers, he made sure that even though they were out in the middle of nowhere, they were super remote, he made sure that they were well taken care of. When the Civil War broke out, his dedication, his loyalty, well, that flourished as well. He fought bravely in the Battle of Antietam. He fought bravely at Gettysburg. And then when it came to the Battle of Spotsylvania, he was the general of, in charge of the Sixth Corps of the Army. At one point, he was the second highest officer in the entire Union Army. And the Battle of Spotsylvania, he was out in the field commanding his division, and he noticed a break in his line. He noticed that his artillery wasn't quite in the proper position. And he rode out bravely, valiantly, in front of all the danger and bullets whizzing overhead. He made sure and he instructed that his army be positioned just right and that they would get into the proper positions and they'd move their cannons and artillery to the right spot. And he put himself in harm's way, leading his troops, leading his forces to make sure at that moment during the Battle of Spotsylvania that his cannons, they were positioned correctly. And he bravely, courageously, because of his loyalty and dedication to his troops and his country, he bravely and courageously made sure that his troops and his cannons and his artillery, they were positioned in the right way and in, in a correct position. He was a real brave guy. There's an interesting thing. If you look at the verse in the book of Vayikra, in Sefer Vayikra, in the book of Leviticus, we read about how the tabernacle, when it was inaugurated, when it was open for business for the first time, the Mishkan. So there was a whole slew of interesting services that happened on that day. They brought different carbonos, different sacrifices, to go ahead and inaugurate the Mishkan. And if you note, you'll look, you'll find that the Kohen Gadol, Aaron, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, well, he brought all sorts of sacrifices and was involved in all different elements of the service. One of the things that he did is he brought a carbon, he brought a sacrifice as a chatas, as a form of, of repentance for the Jewish people, for their sin, that they had sinned with the golden calf. That was one of the first things that he did. But if you take note, you'll see that Aaron also brought a sacrifice on his own personal behalf. He brought a chatos, he brought a special sacrifice to go ahead and achieve atonement for his role, for his involvement in the sin of the golden calf. And that makes sense. But if you look carefully at the verse, you'll see that when God instructs Aaron to go ahead and bring his sacrifice, it says, V'chiper ba'adcha uva'ad ha'am. The function, the role of your sacrifice is to achieve atonement for you and for the nation. And Das in one of the great early commentaries, asks, well, we get it that Aaron needs to bring the sacrifice to achieve his own atonement, to get forgiveness for his personal role in the sin. But the verse says that the function and role of that sacrifice was to achieve atonement ba'adcha for him, as well as Ba'ad Ha'am, as well as for the whole nation, and asks Das wait a minute, this was a personal sacrifice for personal atonement for Aaron. Why does the verse say that bringing this sacrifice brings atonement to Ba'ad Ha'am for the entire nation as well? 
It was a personal sacrifice. It wasn't a sacrifice for atonement for the whole nation. Why does the verse say it's, an, it's, an, it's for atonement for the whole people? And Dasakanim tells us, brilliant answer, he explains that Aaron had to go ahead and bring his personal sacrifice first before he would go ahead and be involved in the service to achieve atonement for the Jewish people. He had to go ahead and first bring a sacrifice to go ahead and achieve atonement for himself. And Dasakanim says there's a reason for that. He had to become pure of sin. He had to achieve atonement. He had to get forgiveness from God on a personal level before he could go ahead and achieve atonement and ask forgiveness for the community. Before he can achieve tshuva, he can get forgiveness for the whole people. Dasakinim is teaching us such an important lesson. You know, we all want to take care of other people. We all want to take care of our families, our friends, our communities, our country, our nation. Dasakinim is telling us a very important thing. When it comes to taking care of other people, that's great. But if we're not in a position on a personal level to be helpful, it does us no good to take care of the next guy. It does us no good to take care of the community, of the group, if we ourselves are deficient. If we're not in a position to help, well, we can't go ahead and help. Aaron had to go ahead and bring his sacrifice first so that he would be a zakai. He would be innocent. He would be forgiven. He would have achieved that his, that his own personal atonement. Then and only then, now that he himself is in a good place, well, now he can go and help other people out as well. He can now go ahead and take care of the sacrifice of the karbanos that were offered in order to achieve atonement for the Jewish people. And I believe there's an important lesson for, for each and every one of us. We all want to take care of others. We all want to take care of the, love pe the people that we love in our lives. We've got to remember, we've got to carve out a place for ourselves. If we're not in a good place, we can't take, of other, take care of other people. I think that, come, that holds true with our spirituality. I think it holds true with our physicality and our emotional well-being. If we're not in, in an emotional state of mind that's healthy and productive, if we're physically you know, weak or unhealthy, we're not going to be in a position to take care of other people. We can't go ahead and take care of our families if we're ill, if we're emotionally unstable. We have to go ahead and make sure that we're in a good place so that we can go ahead and take care of others. And that's a vital lesson for being successful in terms of helping other people out. We all want to take care of others, but we have to remember, we got to make sure that we're doing okay. How are we doing spiritually? How are we doing physically and emotionally? If we're not in a good place, it's not going to be helpful for the, for, for the group, for our families and loved ones, if we're not doing well emotionally, physically, or spiritually. And that's why God goes ahead and tells Aaron, go ahead and bring that, bring that sacrifice. Not only does he bring that sacrifice for himself to achieve atonement, he actually brought that sacrifice first, before he went ahead and brought any other sacrifices for the, for the group, for the community, for the nation. He had to first go ahead and make sure, how are you doing spiritually? Make sure you've achieved that atonement and forgiveness from God. And once you've become pure, now you can go ahead and help other people as well. John Sedgwick, when he was faced that critical moment, the Battle of Spotsylvania, he sees his artillery is not in position. He runs to the front of the lines to go ahead and make sure his cannons are in the right place and his artillery are positioned well. And all of his subordinates, they tell them, they told him, you know, General, you're putting yourself in real harm's way. He, was, he made himself vulnerable to sharpshooters from the Confederacy. He was exposed. And they argued, they said, you know, General, you got to make sure you're in the back. You can't go to the front and make sure the artillery and cannons 
in and are in the right place. But John Sedgwick, he was, you know, proud and he was brave and he was courageous and he wanted to take care of his soldiers in his country. And he went and led the charge at the front and he exposed himself. And sure enough, he was shot and killed by a Confederate sharpshooter. He was the highest ranking soldier to die in the Civil War. His intentions were right. He wanted to help his country. He wanted to help his soldiers. He wanted to help the people that were under his charge. But he forgot to take care of himself. He forgot to make sure that he was in a safe place, that he was positioned appropriately to make sure that his unit, his, his, gen, his army was positioned in the, in the appropriate way and the artillery was in the right place. That's great. But he has to make sure that he's positioned in a safe way. Him getting killed, well, knocked him out of the, out of the war, obviously, and he only did harm to his, his unit and to his corps. We have to go ahead and make sure that we're in a good place, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We want to go ahead and take care of others. We got to make sure that we're doing okay on a personal level. Now, there's got to be a little bit of balance. If we're too focused on ourselves, we can become self-centered and selfish. But at the same time, the message of Dasakanim, if we want to go ahead and take care of other people spiritually, if we want to go ahead and be positive influences on others, we got to make sure we're taking care of ourselves as well. <laughs>